All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? I am well. How are you? Hung over, man. I drank my weight in like well vodka last night. So <laughs> not even good. This vodka, may not be not my even most like absolute or Smirnoff or a Smirnoff good. I don't even know what good vodka is, but I know. No, well, no, no. I, I just, well I just mix bad. the cheap shit with uh, with Diet Coke most of the time. And yeah. So what was uh, the celebration? Another open mic that uh, people were just like, aren't men and women different? And just doing fucking stocky. Jokes no, that's that's why I got blackout drunk the night before. Uh Last night I was actually hosting a show um, pretty close to the apartment, so it gave me the perfect excuse to get wasted because, you know, I could walk home, so might as well. <laughs> I like your excuse. Like, I remember a year or two ago you said you loved uh, be New York because you could get drunk and just ride the subway home. Now it's walk home. It's it's. There's always a, a good reason for getting drunk. I'll walk home. I'll taxi. I'll Uber. I'll subway. <laughs> Oh, dude, I, I gotta quit drinking. I, I gotta like, con- I gotta convert to Mormonism for like a month or something. You know what I'm saying? Like for for one month, Clean I need to make my, yeah, yeah. I need to convince myself for a month that if I drink, some evil deity's gonna send me someplace bad, man. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, this week I wanted to talk about a couple things that we talked about last week, and then combine it with new information uh, or new thoughts or new ideas. Uh, first thing, let's talk about Trump University. They are, uh, we didn't mention it last week at the end when you brought up Trump University that you knew a guy that like attended it. Uh, and now uh, I, the, the lawsuit is ongoing. Former, quote, students are suing the shit out of Trump University saying that it's a scam and it's uh, bullshit. And a judge uh, just released documents, ordered released documents from Trump University uh, private documents that showed their sales tactics and they would tell people like one course, one of the courses, like a golden platinum course cost $35,000. And if someone had that $35,000, they'd say, well, why don't I just invest it? And they would be, the, the documents said that they were supposed to tell the people, no, no, don't invest it. You'll just lose it. Give it to us and learn how to invest the next $35,000 you get. Or if people didn't have $35,000, they were told, well, why don't you put it on your credit card or refinance your house or take out a second mortgage or a second loan? It's the shadiest goddamn shit you've ever seen. And basically, it reminded me of Scientology. Remember when we talked about Scientology? That's all they were, which was just buy more courses. And that's all Trump was, buy another course. Hey, how are you going to do well in business unless you learn from the best, which is us? Trump University is like the Scientology of Wall Street, man. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, if you want to try and turn it into a bit, you're welcome to it, because that's not my brand of comedy, and I know it's more yours, but what do you think of that? Well, I, I'm i torn. On one hand, yeah, it's Trump doing more things that are bad and shady and whatnot, but I sort of put that up there, giving, giving somebody that much money for what is essentially a, a motivational speaker sort of thing, that's that's almost like paying psychics. Yeah. yeah, like there was there was like a psychic that um, my girlfriend was telling me about in the West Village. Who like she's in prison because she was tricking old rich ladies to give her like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, you mentioned saying, this on a podcast. You talked yeah, about and I, I I think it's sort of like a you know I'm, on one hand it's it's evil. Yeah, the psychic shouldn't do that. 
But on the other hand, I'm like, man, if you hand somebody that much money for something that dumb, you kind of fucking deserve to lose that money. That's what I say. You're, that's like the natural selection of the modern time. You know, if you have that much money and you give it to somebody, that would be the equivalent to a gazelle getting tricked by a lion behind a tree. Like, hey, there's some really good-looking gazelle pussy back here. You should come on, come on back in the tree. You know, like that. That's that's basically how I feel about people that got tricked with Trump University. I gotta say, I agree with you. I can't really argue point against that. I guess part of me sometimes feels bad when you hear. Uh, scammers take advantage of the elderly, but there's a great Doug Stanhope bit. Um, I love his bit, but he said, you know, the elderly can't have it both ways. They say, they speak out of both sides of their mouth. On one hand, they say, you're just a young whippersnapper. You don't have life experience. I'm old and wise. You don't tell me what to do. But then the instant they get scammed, they're like, oh, I'm old and feeble. I had no idea you're taking advantage of me because I'm old. And it's yeah. like, that was a great bit. And I feel the same way. It's kind of sad, but I mean, if you are th that impressionable to where you say, if you cave, like the, the people I read about that said, I have $35,000 and I should invest it. But then someone says, no, no, give me that $35,000 and learn how to invest it. If you give that person the 35,000, well, then you were going to lose it on the stock market anyway, because you're obviously not smart. So I... I tend not to have sympathy for right. people that are... You'd invested it all in Bitcoin or something. Yeah. Something dumb would have happened. And, and, I mean, these are people giving Donald Trump money. So anyone that thinks that's a good idea on any brand of the spectrum, I, I, I don't have much sympathy for them because I see Trump and I just think, well, I'm going to go the other direction. You know, like... It doesn't make sense to me to give someone like him money, anything with his name on it. I wouldn't buy Trump steaks, Trump wine, Trump University, Trump bottled water. It just it doesn't cross my mind to give him money. How funny would it be if we got to the general election and it was uh, Hillary versus Trump and Hillary got indicted for the email thing, like in the middle of the, the, uh, the, the general election, and then Trump got indicted for having a fake university. Oh, that would be hilarious. Like, at the same time. Because at least the email thing, it's like, yeah, she did some shady shit with the emails, but it's sort of a well, regular thing to say, get in trouble for. She didn't really do this anything This fake shady. university thing is... is well, I mean, you she know, she did whatever Colin Powell did it. Like they set up hand. The only thing that so far they've done that's shady is apparently she said, "Oh, I got permission to do that," and now everybody's saying, "Uh, no, you fucking didn't. You never asked for permission." She just did it because because everyone did it. it. It's not. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying anybody that's piling on her and saying, "Ooh, evil, shady, wrong." She just used email. You know, like now she's trying to change her story a little, which is stupid. But the reality of the situation. But you're right. But fucking Trump, I mean, that is a con. That that was that's set out to be a con. Yeah, that like this is. Con. It's just such a weird thing. Like you would not expect the presidential candidate for for one of the main two parties is getting sued over having a fake university. I, it's just bizarre, man. That's like that's something out of like an SNL sketch or something. Yeah, I I want to I want to tie Trump University into something else we talked about last week with something new I sent you. So now we're combining three things. So you you mentioned that uh, giving money to Trump University is kind of like giving money to a psychic or something. There. Well, last week we talked about life coaching, and uh, a listener of ours uh, sent me a link. 
to another podcast that talked about life. I'm your life coach. You need to find your spirit animal. Hopefully <laughs> something orange. Pick an orange animal. They uh, Well, they sent me to a podcast that, that pretty much blasted life coaching, said it's completely unregulated, and in New York City, they charge up to $400 an hour for it. And the reason I'm talking about this is I sent you a link to a podcast that talked about the power of positive thinking, except it wasn't the podcast you think. Like, we all hear about positive thinking, positive thinking, visualize yourself, do this and that. Well, this podcast was about how harmful that is. Like people get caught up and they basically turn it into daydreaming and uh, they don't act. They just sit around, well, I'm just going to think positive new age thoughts and everything's going to work itself out. And then nothing works because they just sit there on the couch thinking, well, why isn't anything working out? I'm thinking positive thoughts. And uh, my favorite part of this whole study that discounted positive thinking is the fact that the person that did it was German, is German. That made me so happy. I mean, think about that. The German comes to America and just gets inundated with positive thinking and turns around and goes, Nein! You will fail! You will not think positive thoughts! How dare you think positive thoughts? Well, you know, yeah, to be fair, historically... Germany is is pretty productive when they're pissed off. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I mean, they're just they're they're oh, yeah. they're known as being angry and productive. And when yeah, like you say, when they get especially angry, they get especially frisky. So overall, like <laughs> they're dour people, but they get shit done. So I just I absolutely could not love it more that a German wandered into America and said, "What is this positive thinking shit?" <laughs> yeah. Positive thinking is for weak people that will die in the snow. That's what they say back in the fatherland. Makes me think of uh, um, that old parable involving uh, the the man stranded on the roof of the house in his flood. You know, like, you know, a boat comes by. Here, we'll save you. No, God will save me. A canoe comes by. Here, I'll save you. No, God will save me. And then the guy's starting to drown and says, God, why didn't you save me? And God's like, I sent you a fucking boat, a canoe, a life raft. You didn't get on any of them, asshole. Yeah, that guy needed Trump University to be his life coach. <laughs> Trump would have got him on that fucking boat. Uh, now, the positive thinking thing did say that it's not bad to uh, have positive thoughts. They just said that you need to act on them. It's like a combination. The thing that they didn't mention that I thought of was Olympic athletes. You hear Olympic athletes always talk about visualiz- visualization. I, I visualize the finish line. I visualize myself on the... Uh, on the, the the medal stand winning the gold. But then they're also doing that as they work their fucking ass off. They're not sitting at home getting drunk saying, dude, someday I'm going to be a fucking athlete, yo. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's all about combining actions with the mental part. It's kind of like how if I'm really drunk and making love to a hideously unattractive woman, <laughs> I will visualize a prettier woman. <laughs> And it'll be successful. But, you know, I, I don't just sit You'll there like, oh, I'm just going to wait until a pretty woman comes along. That doesn't happen for me, okay? Uh, I just had a thought and then I lost. Oh, like, positive thinking. Have you ever watched American Idol? Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of every season, I guess it's off the air now. I haven't watched it in years. But the wife and I would watch it occasionally. Uh, and it got redundant and boring, but... At the beginning of every season, they tell every contestant, they, they have all these shots of every single person saying, I am the next American Idol. I am the next American Idol. I am the... And, and no, you're fucking not. 
You know, I mean, out of 100,000 of you that are auditioning and saying, I'm the next American Idol, 999,000 are not. There's only one. It's Highlander. There can only be one. So, I don't know. I go back and forth on positive thinking and visualization. Yeah, but I, it, it, no one's going to go on there and be like, I'm making it to the uh, quarterfinals. That's uh, that's what I if, I, if I had to bet on where <laughs> I'm going to make it, I'm a quarterfinals. Well, sir, yeah. you could also just say, hey, I'm here to do my best and see what plays out. I don't know. Just That's go true. straight forward. Those, those goddamn American Idol contestants need to learn a little goddamn humility. They That's what Trump I say. They need Trump University. Or wait. They need Trump University. Maybe they had too much Trump University, who, uh, and that's why they thought that maybe all the American Idol contestants were like, you know, went to a public speaking of, you are tremendous. You are going to be the next American Idol. You're all tremendous singers. You can do this. Well, possibly, but I also feel like Donald Trump would be real quick to tell someone when they can't sing, you know? Like, no one goes on American Idol and does a horrible job singing and, 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 and blames it on Donald Trump telling them that they're awesome singers. You know what I'm saying? That just doesn't happen. Maybe they should. Maybe we need a new reality singing show with Trump. Instead of The Apprentice, since that got canceled, he could uh, be a voice judge. He could be the Simon Cowell. Or maybe the Simon Cowell of the finance world. I don't know. Yeah, he, he is kind of like, he's like an orange si Simon Cowell, basically. Except Simon Cowell was clever. That had fun. Yeah. Guys. All right, let's move on to another topic. I sent you a link. That's not it. I just clicked the wrong one. That's the Trump link. Where is the link I'm looking for? I had it pulled up. Oh, man, did I? There it is. Okay, remember this story I sent you, Jake? This is, listeners, you know this is one of our favorite topics. Uh, so uh, the Catholic Church was just, it just got discovered that the Catholic Church in New York spent $2 million on major New York lobbying for, firms to block child sex law reform. That's what the Catholic Church is spending their money on. They're hiring lobby groups to say, hey, we don't need any new sex laws. Come on. Let's uh, not have this Child Victim Act go through. You can't, you can't fight big pedophile in the uh, <laughs> Northeast. You know? It's, uh, their, their lobbyists are too strong. Apparently the, the Child Victims Act was going to, or is going to, I don't know if it's gone through. They spent $2 million from 2007 to 2015. And the Child Victim Act would uh, make it easier for sex abuse victims to seek justice. Like, uh, like with, um, oh shit, who, it just had, oh, with uh, Dennis Hastert. Uh, he, who? Dennis Hastert, the former Speaker of the House. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Remember, he touched a bunch of boys years ago, and it turns out it fell outside the realm of uh, the, the, oh, why am I drawing a fucking blank? Uh, the Statue of Limitations. It fell outside that, so none of them could charge him. None of them could attack him, because apparently if you fuck a, a kid, if you wait 10 years, hey, no harm, no foul. So a bill like this... Would I kind of feel like that's one of those crimes that they shouldn't have a statute of limitations, like uh, murder exactly. or something. That's, I think that's probably what the... Because it said it would... So, But of course the Catholic Church is, and they're spending money to lobbying firms. How, what kind of lobbying firm is going to go to legislators and say, hey, come on, sex abuse victims, who needs to help them? Come on. I don't know, like, it's it's kind of like defense lawyers for, like, um, murderers and pedophiles and stuff. Like, do you think when they when they get off somebody who's totally guilty, are they, like, high-fiving each other and doing jello shots at TGI Friday? Like, yeah, Barry, you got another one back on the streets. Or is it just, like, a somber kind of thing where they're like, well, 
let's cash the paychecks. We did what we had to do. I I guess it would go depend on are you talking about a public defender or a high priced lawyer? Because I think a high priced lawyer that's working for like a drug cartel, they're probably happy as shit whenever they get someone off because it means a good bonus. But a public defender is probably if I were a public defender and I can only speak for myself, obviously, and I got put with an obviously guilty pedophile. I'd probably be dragging my heels a little bit. I'd be like, oh, yeah, it turns out this cop didn't read him his rights. But uh, Take a dive in the sixth round, yeah, that no, kind of thing. No, no reason to bring that up. Uh, you know, if the prosecution isn't going to bring up that he didn't get his read his rights, I'm not going to bring it up. I don't know. you got to make it convincing, though, because uh, ain't you ever seen a movie Cape Fear? I actually, as I was saying it, was going to wait for you to talk and then reference the movie Cape Fear. I was actually thinking Cape Fear... As I was talking, because yeah, then you have an angry De Niro coming after you when he's yeah. released. You gotta, you gotta be able to really blame it on the prosecutor. So, yeah, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do a good job of taking a dive, I think. But how? Anyway, let's go back to the original idea. How fucked up is that? That that's what the church spends its money on: two million dollars to try and lobby against child sex victims. Sex victims. Yeah, it's it's pretty messed up. Yeah. And always, I also wonder about like, um, you know how there's like weird states where the age of consent is like below eighteen. Yeah, we talked about it's like a couple weeks. Sixteen fifty. Yeah, like how does that shit happen? Like you who, said who some wants pervert to pervert arguing for it? I think yeah, yeah, is old enough. Yeah, like who wants to be that guy? And then and then how the hell does that guy win that argument? That's crazy. I mean, unless he's buddy buddy with the other guy, and it's just sort of a winking argument, like. Uh, I have no sound reason to argue against the age 16. My, uh, my, uh, my, uh, 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 my esteemed colleague who is arguing for age 16 has presented too insurmountable a case for me to argue against. I must concede that uh, I thought 18 was a good age, but no, I, I have been defeated. Wink, wink. You know, like, you gotta vote. Yeah, they, they probably don't, like, argue about it out loud. It's probably one of those, like, uh, earmark kind of things. Where they're like, we're going to pass a bill uh, It's going to fix uh, Roads, street bridges, lamps. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, on page 27, uh, it's now uh, 16 in Alabama. Just now 16, yeah, yeah. Consent. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, government. Well, speaking of government, that's another thing I think I sent you. Did I tell you to look into uh, Kenneth Starr? Kenneth Starr. Oh yeah, I I I, uh, I was drunk when you sent that one though. Oh. I, uh, I I forgot to do so. What what happened with Kenneth Starr? Well, uh, listeners, depending on your age, let's go back in time a little bit. Ken Starr was the prosecutor uh, who went after Bill Clinton for getting a blowjob. Yeah. It was supposed to be for Whitewater, but when that fell apart because there was absolutely nothing guilty about Whitewater, which was a land uh, deal. Uh, they switched. What's what's he doing now? Is he is he still fighting the good fight against blowjobs? Is he uh, oh, still taking on big blowjobs? This is where it gets good. This is why I'm so happy, and I feel bad happy. This is again, it's horrible. So Ken Starr, and I didn't know this, became chancellor or president. I'm I'm I, I'm not smart enough to uh, the, here. I just know the overview, not the specifics. Baylor University in Texas. He took over Baylor University in some capacity, either athletics or the whole university, something. And so what the university did is, you know how every so often, and when I say every so often, I mean constantly across the United States, there'll be an athlete who will rape the shit out of a girl and then get kicked out of college? 
Yeah. Baylor would take that athlete. Oh, you raped someone. Well, come on down to Baylor. As long as you can play, you're good. Well, a rapist is a rapist. So then these women at Baylor started getting raped and they did nothing. I mean, they have Ken Starr. They, they, they sent him emails talking about athletes that were raping women and he's asked point blank about it and he says, oh, I don't remember that email. Now look, I don't care how busy you, you could be the president of the goddamn United States. You could be the head of a, you could be, you know, uh, Tim Cook, head of Apple. If you, you get a lot of emails, you have a lot going on, you have a lot on your plate, a lot on your calendar. But if you get an email that discusses rape, pretty sure that's one you're going to pay attention to or need to pay attention to. So anyway. Yeah, you got to, you got to. Put the little star thing on there so you can yeah. easily find that one later. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an important one. So, here's so he basically has, he has, it. he's he's assembled like a, a, a whole football team of, of, of rapists Pre- from other colleges. And not just football. I just use that as an example. I guess it's. Basically his football team is like the Night's Watch in Game of Thrones where they just send all the criminals to his team Pre- and they're, they're, they're sworn to. Never have wives or bear children like they only play football for Ken Starr. And that's what it's all about. So here's a prosecutor who said a consensual, uh, two consensual adults engaged in sexual relations. One gave the other a blowjob. And he prosecuted the shit out of that, putting Clinton on the, you know, in a testimony, sworn testimony, you know, like, you remember the famous question, define is, but went after and hammered him for consensual adult blowjobs, and here he is running a university based on rape, and he's losing his position if he hasn't already. Uh, like he all, He's been stripped of his position. Yeah, when that guy switches teams, he fucking really goes all the way. Yeah, but I, I'm just like, uh, just fucking fantastic. that Again, these, these hypocritical assholes who just believe what they believe is right and will do anything they can to promote their agenda, no matter how dirty it is, you know, as long as it basically it goes down to political party affiliations and, and you know, God fear. And it's like, well, God wanted me to win this football game, so he said, you know, just a little rape. Oh, yeah. Well, and speaking of that, did we talk about Cosby going to trial? Did yeah, we, we did. That last yeah, week? We, talked we did? About that. Okay, it's, yeah. It's the same thing where, you know, like how many rapes before you're a bad person. I tend to think we, one. Well, yeah, but that's it's, it's crazy, me. man. It's yeah, like if you would have told me years ago, like, okay, there's going to be a really famous dude, yeah, you and he's going to have over 50. Like, what is his job? Like, comedian is not even close to that list. They'd be like, dude, he's like the the king of the Illuminati. Like, I, I don't know. That's a lot, dude. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Or football player. I would have guessed football player would have been high on that list. Yeah, or, uh, or NBA. Any, well, the two, I guess not baseball so much doesn't hit the news, but football and basketball are the two where a lot of uh, anger issues apparently get worked out. Yeah, that's true, man. You don't really see a It's not as much crime in baseball as there is in, like, That's too sleepy football. a sport. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're not an active bunch. They mostly just kind of stand around most of their job. That's why you can see, I mean, remember back in the day, like Babe Ruth, and, and you, you get it again today with like S.S. Sabathia, Sabathia uh, I can't, I'm not saying his name, but there are baseball players out there who are not fit, you know, like you see these Oh, yeah, players. the old-time ones. Well, like well, today, John Goodman played back. Babe Ruth in the movie, yeah. man. If you're played by John Goodman, 
That means, like, dude, you're you're not probably a great athlete by today's standards. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Is it's that way again in baseball? It's returning. It's it's not the for a while. I remember in the 80s, 90s. I don't remember seeing any sort of uh, pudgy baseball players, but they're back. They're, they're you turn it on, and and it's the first baseman. It's the designated hitter. It's the guy that just can pound one out. I like seeing physically out of shape, obese men succeeding. Uh, in athletics, it, it gives me hope. You know what I'm saying? As as like as an aging alcoholic, I, I like seeing out of shape dudes dominating in professional sports. It does give one hope. I mean, uh, I remember the first time I went on a military comedy tour, and I could I can picture the base in my head. It was it was on Japan proper, not Okinawa. It was a Marine base. I can't remember the name of it, but I just I remember the base. I could tell you the layout right now, but I, I remember being on the base and walking around. It, it was a mixed base because it wasn't specifically Marines. It was Marine and something else. They were divide, But there were so many out-of-shape servicemen and women that I was stunned. I'm like, I, how did you make it through basic training boot camp? Because these were all young. Oh, yeah, dude. Some, some of those people, I, I, well, especially if, if, if they don't have like a combat job, they don't really need to stay that much in shape. I mean, they have to pass a PT test once a year. And, I mean, it's hard to max a PT test in the Army, but just passing is it's not that much, man. Especially if you're older because the, um, the, 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 the requirements – Get easier as as you get older. Once once you pass like thirty five or something. Go from uh, fifty push ups to about can you do a push up? Ah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Well, and then especially if this is like mid bush, they weren't kicking anybody out. Oh, I they were like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't care if you are severely autistic <laughs> and you're missing body parts. Like you, I fuck it, man. Can you hold a gun? then you 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 get in. Well, that I was just going to say, get in. Not only not kicking anyone out, I remember during the Bush years, right after 9-11, they were actively, I read news stories, they lowered the recruiting standards. Like you used oh, to yeah. need a high school diploma, then you needed a GED, then you needed like good intentions, like, well, someday maybe I'll get my GED. And they lowered the fitness stand. They, they lowered every single standard possible to try and bump up recruiting numbers. Well, not only did they lower it, but they, you could get waivers for stuff, man. Like um, the ASVAB, this is kind of a funny one, man. The, the ASVAB is like the education test that you need to take to get into the military. And I went to a, an alternative high school for dropouts and junkies, and so I didn't really do any homework. So I was not the best educated dude in Iowa City, where I'm from originally. Uh, but I took this test, which is the same for every branch throughout the whole country, I scored like upper 90%. You know what I mean? Like almost 100, basically. Not because I'm so goddamn smart. It's because this is a really fucking easy test, right? Do you right? remember like examples? Like even if you don't remember direct questions, do you remember kind of the... the no, this was almost 10 years ago, man. It was, But it was it was multiple choice, and it, it, it had like just, you know, basic... Categories, math, science, shit like that. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, mean it, I know, like, I know you can't direct, but like, how easy? Like, literally, like, grass is a blue, b green, c orange. Like, how, how, what are we talking? Yeah, about? it's pretty goddamn easy. Basically, you, you remember that test in Idiocracy where they take when 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 the, he gets sent to jail and yeah, they're yeah, 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 yeah. pressing 
colors on like baby monitors and shit. This is about two steps above that. Um, <laughs> wow, it's pretty goddamn easy. But to get into the like, I I went into the infantry, but that had like the lowest requirements to to get in for that. Out of a hundred percent, you only needed thirty four percent to get into the infantry. And there was dudes ninety percent. Dude, I well, I mean anything. I mean, I, I scored high enough to get into whatever job I wanted, you know. But I, why did you? But I, because I, I, uh, I wanted to play with big guns, man. Yeah, fair enough. And they had a bigger sign-on bonus. I like big money and big guns. Well, we've talked but, about uh, that. You were just doing it for a job anyway, so you just saw the money. Uh, and said, Fuck yeah, I'm signing up. Yeah, and and they showed me a video of people training with all the different weapons and stuff, and told me that. Uh, if I didn't do infantry, I'd only get to use the M4s and M16s. Now, I got uh, an M4, and those are kind of neat. Oh, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. They're, I'm not saying they're shit rifles, man. I'm just saying uh, I'd rather shoot a 50 cal. <laughs> but uh, but no, so I was in, I was in uh, bedding in, in basic training with this kid who was – he was from, like, rural that? Georgia. Uh, in Georgia. Okay. And there, there, was, there was a dude – who was was from Georgia, like really, really rural, like country as fuck, you know, and, and a bunch of us were just kind of sitting around bullshitting one day, and, and people were talking about waivers that they had to get in, whether it's, you know, legal or medical or whatever, and this kid said, yeah, I had to have a waiver, and we were like, what'd you have to have a wa- waiver for? ASVAB. It's like, dude, you only need a 34 to get in to infantry. What, what, what was your score? And it, it, no shame whatsoever. He goes, 19. Oh, and it's just like didn't give a fuck yeah he said he took it two three times 19 was the highest he got and dude it's a multiple choice question with four questions like you literally could have picked a on every question and done better than 19 <laughs> that's uh, what's it's funny and we laugh but it's also sad because when you hear about a guy that you know shot up a village it's probably going to be that guy right yeah pretty much um yeah he, 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 you know, either that or it's like an evil in genius. An I don't know. Or peeing on, on bodies and, and taping it on video. That's You, you wonder why we have these uh, issues with uh, PR. It's because we've got guys scoring a 19 and getting into the military. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, but, you know, they needed numbers. These are the guys <laughs> that would... This guy was a number. <laughs> these are the guys that if... Uh, these are the, I was going to make a joke, but then I thought of a second joke on top of it. These are the guys. There was an Onion headline that said uh, Trump supporter will die in firework accident before general election. <laughs> and, like, that's what I was thinking. If, the, the, if this guy didn't get in the military, this is the guy that's going to blow his hand off with fireworks, you know? Like, Pretty much, At man. some point, he's, he's going to light a M80 off and hold on to it for too long. And then I thought oh, of the dude. headline. Speaking of uh, crazy accidents, uh, you, you saw that video with the gorilla, right? I didn't see the video. I didn't watch the video, but, you know, obviously we know the story. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, I was pretty pissed off about that one. I mean, like, um, I don't know about you, but I was raised never shoot a silverback gorilla unless you're going to use every part of the animal. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to eat it all. That's that's what I say. Eh, monkey's paw. I, uh, you know, I'm torn on it because I tell you this: if I was in my 20s and this story had hit, I would have been furious and said, "Just fuck the kid." And now that I'm a dad, 
I go the other way, and I hate thinking that because it's it's a horrible, tragic situation, and I you know, I I. I, I can't argue against any side of it. Like, well, could they have tranquilized him? Oh, they say it was too dangerous, and, you know, he's not going to fall asleep right away, and maybe he'd bash the kid. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know if you've seen videos of big animals getting tranked. They don't drop them right away, man. Like, I mean, sometimes it will, if they get, like, right in the jugular or something, first they freak the fuck out because something sharp and weird hit them. Yeah. And then they start hallucinating because the fucking drugs are taking hold of them. So now you have an angry hallucinating gorilla that i mean that kid was in the gorilla's hand like yeah. the, the, the gorilla and it's like could have tossed him like a goddamn basketball oh yeah. yeah like it's without question like you have to shoot the gorilla at that point but i think like the, the main question people should ask is like hey assholes why did you let a four-year-old in a fucking gorilla cage like maybe child-proof the gorilla cage yeah i was gonna, gonna say, have families come zoo. by that's on the zoo less than the parents because as a father oh, yeah. of two kids Fucking, it happened in my driveway yesterday. I turned around and one of my kids was gone. Now, he was literally five feet away on the porch, but I couldn't see him. Like, we're unloading the car, and it, all it takes is a matter of five seconds. Those little fuckers, toddlers, he's 18 months old, and they just gone. They are gone. Oh, yeah, dude. So a four-year-old, like, absolutely. And, dude, I'm four if, years if old. If you have a zoo, yeah. and, I, and I have a four-year-old, and I go to your zoo with the sole intention of getting my four-year-old in the gorilla cage, I should fail. Like, that's how how four-year-old proof your gorilla cages should be, man. Like, in fact, I think new rule for um, for all zoos. I think the owner of the zoo, if you want to have dangerous animals that weigh a 1,000 pounds and can fucking rip a man's face off by sneezing, like, whatever, you can have them. But every single month you have to try to get your own four-year-old in one of those cages <laughs> with a catapult just to prove how safe that shit is you, you remember gangs in new york where the cop hangs his own watch on the um on the post and it's like i'm gonna come back in 20 minutes you, you gotta try to shoot your own kid in the monkey cage man otherwise you're not fit to run that zoo you don't touch you don't trust your own standards. I mean, I, I get where the zoo was coming from, and I absolutely disagree with them. When they said, well, we're trying to make it a more open experience. No, when you're dealing with animals that can kill, you know, even if they're not trying to, it doesn't have to be open. Like, not everything needs to be catered to uh you know the human experience Ooh, it's like i could touch the monkey well yeah if you can then fucking that's wrong oh yeah man like there there should be and that that's one thing that i i don't hear people talking about online it's like should there be you know rigorous standards for zoos and safety man like i mean that that seems like an osha thing i i don't know who the fuck covers zoos technically but they should maybe get on there and go around and make sure fucking nobody can get into the animal cages, man. You see, there was, there was a video that went uh, kind of viral. I'm going to go back three, four months. Um, there, there was, a, I, don't, I don't know exactly what country it was, but it was in Africa. And it was a gorilla safari. And um, uh, there, were, there were people gorilla watching, like really up close, no you know, barriers. And this gorilla just walks up, grabs a guy and starts to drag him and then lets go and walks off. And like, 
it took the gorilla no effort at all. Oh yeah, like dude. literally. Well, even even chimps, they say a, a chimp. I mean, they're, they're not like crazy big like a gorilla is, but a chimp they they say is uh, literally six times as strong as like a grown human male. Oh yeah, and they so I, I mean I mean that's a chimp. Think a fucking gorilla, man. That thing is a beast. Yeah, and there was a case uh, a couple of years ago, a chimp as a pet ripped a woman's face off. Remember that woman? Yeah, dude, that thing fucked her up, man. Oh yeah, she. Was... Yeah, those are crazy, crazy animals, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, did you hear the dings that just happened? No. Okay, the listeners will be able to hear the dings because they came through my side. Uh, literally, as we were speaking, within one minute, uh, my son needs picked up from daycare immediately. He uh, is having an incident. It's nothing bad, scary, like, oh, your son fell and is bleeding. It's just he's, he's sick and shitting out everywhere, so he needs picked up. So, Keep away from monkey cages, man. There you go. That's right. my parenting advice for the week. All right. Uh, we were going to try and do a long podcast, kids, because Jake's going on vacation, but uh, it, it was... I should be back in time for the other one, man, if we, if we do it like Sunday or some shit. Yeah, we should be able to do it Sunday. All right, kids, cool. thanks for cool. listening. Uh, you didn't need to hear about Jake's vacation, but we'll talk about it next week. All right. It's going to be awesome. Bye. Later.